Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt. It's all a bit hearty, so I really understand it. Luke. Is that a little Sasquatch penis? Dan. I accidentally got soap in my urethra. And sometimes, Dave. You don't understand how sick it makes me feel, the fact that I wanted to have sex with my own daughter. And occasionally, Terry Smallshoe. Maybe you'll wake up in the middle of the night with a little Sasquatch penis inside of you. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. So how are we all? Good. Good to have you back, Dan. Yeah, thanks, guys. I'm I'm sorry about last week. That's all right. It happens. Yeah, it does happen. Did you do anything exciting? If I told you what it was, you'd you, there'd just be too many jokes. Uh, well, that's kind of what the, we do you, on here. So, uh, what we try yeah, to do. You're right. All right. So, um, last week I was not on the podcast mm. because I was auditioning. Girls between the ages of 8 and 13 um, to be the next Princess Anna uh, in the Frozen live on stage. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm not, I don't think I'm allowed to say too much more about it. Uh, not because there's anything did- sus, just because uh, <laughs> it you know, hasn't, been, hasn't been completed yet. So. So, so you haven't found her yet? Oh, no, we found her. Oh, you found her? Yeah. Yeah. So no longer looking for that special one. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> it depends, I depends on what you mean, Luke. <laughs> yeah. No, either way. Either way. I'll stop looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Yeah. It was very adorable. I actually. assume we're invited to see this when it's, when it's on. <laughs> you guys can come along for sure. All right, great. Awesome. Because I'm a big... <laughs> so when's that going to be? It's, a, it's in about a month's time. And uh, it's yep. touring right across Asia, so... Okay. Yeah. Australia's part of Asia, right? So we don't have to go anywhere? Yeah, as far as I know. Australasia. Yeah. It will be soon. Oh, sorry, I'm not, I'm not meant to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just something that everyone here talks about, but that you guys don't know about yet. But you will. You will. Um, oh my God, can I tell you about what happened to me yesterday? Sure. So I got, a little, I got a little bit lost looking for an ATM, and I ended up kind of on this side of town I'd never been on. And I was crossing this overpass over this highway and I heard this deafening roar of metal and I looked down and there was a convoy of tanks (laughs) driving down the highway. Awesome. Yeah, it was awesome and also terrifying because I didn't know if this was, you know, the big one. (laughs) Right. right. I remember I saw you put a picture on Instagram of it. Yeah, 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 tank. (laughs) That's cool. Where were they going? Yeah. Do you know? I think there was just some kind of manoeuvres or something. Right. Uh, nobody, nobody else seemed panicky, so I decided not to panic either. <laughs> okay. That's best. I take my panic cues from the people around me. So, um, where do we want to begin this week? I mean... Didn't we already talk about Bin Laden's porn stash? No, we didn't get to it. No. And Did we, we really waited for you. Ah. Well, I should have reread the article then. <laughs> Did we really not talk about this? No, we didn't. We didn't. Because Luke and I said last week, which ones were yours? We'll avoid talking about them because... Yeah. So you, well, that's so cool. you can. Right. Well, we could talk about that now. Let's put that back to the end because I'd have to reread the article. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, 
Well, we can start by, I mean, you missed out, obviously, last week on discussing some of the stuff from E3. Was there anything at E3 that um, caught your eye that you'd like to discuss? Um, look, uh, the only thing that came out of it was that I decided that I'd probably get an Xbox One. Okay. So thanks to all those people that uh, sent in their two cents worth. Mm. And people did. Yeah, people yeah. Did. Um, Funny thing, I noticed that on Facebook, um, most people said get an Xbox. And on Twitter, most people said get a PS4. I don't know. I wonder if there's something in that. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I, thought, I genuinely that thought that was tr- interesting. Yeah. So. Well, I'm more of a Facebook guy then. I guess so. Well, see, I'm not. Clearly, that's. But I like. Well, I wouldn't Xbox. have thought I was, but I mean, yeah. we're, the Instagram crowd didn't really say anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I, don't, I can't remember if we asked them. So I'm not really. A, I'm not really a Twitter or a Facebook guy, but you yeah. know, if anyone commented on Instagram, then I'm sure I was in your camp. Okay. I probably should have Go asked. Go back and get an Amiga 500. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps. Did they announce anything new on the for the Amiga 500 at E3? <laughs> Uh, they were pretty quiet with Amiga 500 news at mm. this E3, to be weird. honest. That's, that's weird. So I assume that they're holding out all their news for next year and they're just going to blow everyone's mind. <laughs> <laughs> it really would blow everyone's mind if they dis- even discussed yeah. <laughs> the Amiga 500. I will say, though, that was a great machine. Yeah. It was. Um, Bethesda have announced this week Fallout 4 is actually an Amiga 500 exclusive. So. <laughs> oh, imagine that. <laughs> Jesus. Mm. I when well, you know what that'd mean, <laughs> I'd, I'd be I'd be back to uh, computer spot, right. on High Street Penrith, the games wizard, or bur- yeah, or the games wizard. Yeah, I'm a li- my Amiga 500. I have a lifetime gold membership. I have a lifetime games wizard too. Fat yeah, fucking lot of good that does me now. I've still got my card. Yeah, yeah, I've got one somewhere. I, yeah. I, every time I, it's in a box, and every time I find it, I'm like, <laughs> uh. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I've actually got the pamphlet that I also picked up the day I picked up my card hmm. that has all the new releases. Oh yeah, fuck those. Yeah, I, I used to those little booklets that had all the games and oh. prices and stuff in it. Right, I used to carry one around, and I would look through it and I'd be like, one day I can have all these games when I I'm know. when I'm Study old enough. Like a, yeah, and I've got yeah, money. Well, I can just you get can. whatever game I want. <laughs> I've got a job, and I can just buy all these yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. Do you know I um... now you won't even entertain playing another game until you finish Witcher <laughs> I Three. I don't have time. <laughs> but, um... That's one thing we never factored in, Matt. We never factored in not having time because we had to do a bunch of bullshit grown-up things. That's right. Exactly. Fucking jobs and and this podcast and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it takes up between those two things, our time is spent. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll, I'll I spent my Sunday putting together IKEA furniture. Really? If you, if, if you, so that you know, it doesn't get much more adult than that. That's um, actually what I did today. <laughs> is that right? Well, I went to a wedding party yesterday, so that's yeah. This is all very adult. Yeah, this is very boring. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? <laughs> Play more games. Yeah. Well, I I, I did uh, earlier today. I did. Um, Spencer. You were playing Max. Uh, no, Jenna's playing Max. Um, oh. Yeah, it signed her in as me for some reason. She noticed. I don't know. Well, it says yeah at the moment it says you're both playing it. Oh, okay. That's because I was downstairs. I've I've left obviously. Hmm. Well, that's good to hear. Um, on the subject of old game stores, a little while ago I bought. Uh, I, I got interested in in using Game Boys, Game Boy hardware for music because you know a lot of chip yeah. stuff um, is fun on the, on the hardware. So. Uh, I ordered some of the cartridges that people use for that. There's uh, LSDJ and, and um, 
nano something nano loop um so i ordered those and i needed a game boy and so i ordered two actually off ebay and when mm. they arrived they were they had an invoice with them and it was from the gamesman oh. Hey, yes, I just fan. got a joystick recently because I wanted to play the X-Wing games, and that also came from the games. Yeah, fan. so they're still around. <laughs> they're just, wow. I guess, do they still have the store? It was in Hurstville, right? The main one, I think. Yeah, yeah. that was. that's actually where I got my racing car chair from. Hmm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> just when it was sounding very adult, mm. Luke, actually, Luke I, comes and you know what, brings that's, it down a notch. That's just reminded me. Luke just said that he was assembling furniture. Yes. Does that mean oh. you have furniture now? Good point. I have some furniture now. I have a coffee table. Hey. I have a dining table. I have chairs. Wow. Oh, something to sit on. Mm. Well, I've got people to come to visit next weekend. You do. So. You do. I do need to check with you on whether, because um, Jordan's coming as well, <laughs> whether there's enough room. You can probably cut this bit out. Yeah, no, no, that's no, 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 no. Don't cut it out because I'd actually, uh, I've got a couple of follow-up questions to this bullshit conversation. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, um, we're actually discussing that today. Not, we have to try and work out something for Jordan. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Invite only, is it? Well, you're welcome to come too. What wasn't mentioned before now? <laughs> well, that something just going on, asked. is it, boys? Well, Jordan just hasn't been to Canberra. Yeah, she's never been, so. We thought, right. why not visit Luke and she can see Canberra? Yeah, that's true. Celebrate the 4th of July. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of to bring my uh, American scarf. <laughs> but So you've got furniture now. That's, that's interesting. I have furniture now. Because we've discussed previously on, on here how you traditionally only ever had the car chair in the lounge room. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yes. You- I, in my room, I have my computer chair and the racing car chair. Right. Because I have my own separate I was room, about so. to say, of course you do. I have my yeah. playroom. It's got my toys, my Xbox. It's got one of those little fences at the door so she can lock yeah. you in there. You can't, it's got yep. like, colourful balls everywhere. Yeah. You can't climb out and hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember? That reminds me of the colourful Characters balls. painted on the walls. Remember, I don't know if we even mentioned this again. When we went to, when Luke and I went over to the US... He said that the only thing that he really wanted to achieve, <laughs> right, on the trip yeah. was to to jump into a, one of those um, pools, those ball, pits. ball pits, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, not sure that necessarily counts as an achievement. He just really on. wanted to do that, right? And so I was like, "Fuck, where are we going to find one of those?" And we were thinking, "Oh, we go to like Chuck E. Cheese or somewhere." So anyway, we we're at find Universal like Studios. Here. And there's a ride at, well, it's not a ride, it's an experience at Universal, Universal Studios called Disaster Movie, where you go in and they put yeah. in this disaster movie and they set up all these... Sounds excellent. Egg, all these pranks and things like that, right? And they need a volunteer for something. Luke puts his hand up, they get him down and they're like, all right, we need you to jump in this ball pit. Hey! <laughs> I was like, what are the fucking chances? serious. That made the trip. It was amazing. You know what you should have done, Luke? Mm-hmm. You should have jumped in, you should have pretended... Your leg had been injured in the jump, right? Demanded that they give you an x-ray. And then when they did, claimed that there'd been no prior damage to that leg. And sued the shit out of What could possibly go wrong? And I think you'd you'd also have got some money, so I might have come out of that well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, I mean, you're obviously excited about Fallout 4, Dan. That's why you're getting an Xbox or PlayStation M, 4. M, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
Very excited. You've been saving up your bottle caps for it? Mm. Well, I'm going to now, now that I know I can exchange caps for Fallout 4. Yeah. Well, they let one person do it. Bethesda have honoured the uh, attempted purchase of Fallout 4 using, I mean, this is an excessive amount of bottle caps. Apparently they calculated it to be equivalent based on the game. This guy oh, that's great. collected... So that's how we decided when to stop, basically. <laughs> right. He sent them... Basically, if you see the photo on the article, is like two boxes full of bottle caps. And he sent yeah. them to Bethesda um, with a letter that said, uh, I'd like to pre-order Fallout 4, thanks. <laughs> Here's my money. And uh, they, they posted... And because Bethesda are absolute awesome dudes... Yeah. They said, oh, yeah, that's they, fine. They went with it. Yeah. There's one thing that I don't... I think doesn't make them awesome. What's that? Uh-huh. They're pre-orders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fact that they are completely sold out, and because they're Bethesda, they don't make any more. Yeah. The um the Pip Boys. The Pip Boy. Mm. Mm. I really want a Pip Boy. See, I mean, and this is going to lead into the other thing I wanted to talk about in games this week. Uh, pre-order business. They're fucking pushing this pre-order shit like mad now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, particularly this week, we saw some pretty damning evidence for why you shouldn't pre-order. Um, although, yeah. I mean, it, it did get, it, it In tandem with the Steam uh, refunds, this got sorted out to a degree. Um, Arkham Knight came out this week, and it is apparently glorious on both the Xbox and the PlayStation 4. Apparently mm-hmm. it, it looks... It looks, is beautiful yeah, looks amazing i watched uh, do you know what? i'd seen the trailers and stuff for it but actually watching a gameplay video this week i was like fuck that looks amazing like it's beautiful just the rain falling off yeah and falling onto his cape while you're flying around it's yeah yeah it looks i had a moment it just looks so good you guys are having a, a gay moment for batman. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are gay for batman that's allowed now we'll, we could talk about that later if you want <laughs> sure. um but the problem is, on PC, apparently the game is completely fucked. You basically can't play it. It's it's it runs like complete ass, and um, it's allegedly it's because the game was made for consoles, PS4 and Xbox, and then they hired uh, ten people mm-hmm. to port it to the PC, and they just didn't do a very good job. So, um, right. Everybody who pre-ordered this game... My question is, why did they let it ship? Well, this is the thing. Why do they keep letting games like that ship? Like, look at what happened with Assassin's Creed Unity. Like, this just keeps happening. And you know why? It's it's because people have become... have come to expect it. Like, on Steam Early Access, you can buy games that aren't even finished. And may never be finished. But you people are willing to buy them and, and mm. just deal with it for some reason. And... Um, to me, early access is a lot different to a triple A title coming out. Hmm. Well, we talked once about how EB once having advertised it was either the next Zelda or, or something oh, yeah. before it was even yeah a, a concept that existed. Yeah, it was just had... you could pre-order it, and eventually down the track, when it did exist, you'd yeah. get one. Yeah, it was, it was Zelda Wii U, Un- untitled because they haven't even announced it yet. Yeah, and this also happened with um, Halo 5. That was You were able to pre-order that at EB when it was just, yeah, we're going to make one eventually. Yeah, because they know that EB, they will. pre-order Halo 5. But, I mean, with this game, the PC users yeah. basically got screwed. And luckily, thanks to <laughs> Steam pre-orders, mm. they've all been able to, 
to sorry Steam uh, refunds. They've all been able to request a refund, and Warner Brothers have actually pulled the game from sale. You cannot buy Arkham Knight on the PC at the moment. They pulled it because they have to fix it because so many people were getting their money back on Steam. Like mm. they just they had to do something finally, and hopefully this will sort the problem out. But they probably shouldn't not. have got to there. They should have known that. They should have known that this was an issue before it was released and gone, hey, there's a delay. They must have known. They we're, must we're have known. We're pushing back the release step back for a month. Like, I haven't, I haven't played it, obviously, but, I mean, looking at the videos, and there's not a single person that I've found who's been like, no, nah, my PC runs it all right. They all run like shit. Like, it's terrible. But, for, like, yeah, for people to get... For, for the game to be pulled, this is major problems. And they would have known before it was released. Absolutely. There's no way they couldn't have. They clearly thought that it was worth the risk, and it, they were wrong. So there you go. It was not. And that's. But that's, all they have to do. Is I know that there's staggered releases all the time. Look at yeah. GTA Five. There was a year between the release of the console and the PC version. Yeah. It still sold well. That's what they should have done, and it worked. That's what they should have done. And again, people shouldn't pre-order stuff if if you don't want this kind of shit to happen because. What happens is you pre-order it. They've got they got your money. Like they put it out. Like what do they care? You know, the, if the game was if nobody had pre-ordered it and it came out and then a bunch of people got it and were like, oh, this is shit. Like no one would have bought it. But because so many people had already paid for it, it's there's so much less risk for them to put this piece of shit out and and say, oh, we'll <laughs> figure it out. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. So, I'm always yeah. going to be a day one buyer. Like I'm <laughs> me. I don't pre-order anything anymore because I'm I buy digital. That's why you don't have a pit boy. But so yeah, yeah. <laughs> the extent of what I do now is I'll might buy it the day before just so it'll install and that way I can play it first mm-hmm. thing the next day. Well, that's the other thing. I've, I think I've mentioned this before. The I pre-ordered The Witcher Three because I knew I was going to buy it, and because I buy them online, if I don't pre-order it, I won't get it until two or three days late because they won't ship it. You know what I mean? Like, mm, there's no way yeah. for me to buy it online and still get it. But it's really weird. For you, you probably should have just held out because it's not like you play for day one type of thing. Uh, Witcher 3 I got in so pretty early. you get it day one or not? I jumped right in there with Witcher 3. Yeah. I made an exception. Okay. <laughs> I've only ever pre-ordered one game, actually. Was that Fallout 3? Um, it wasn't Fallout 3, actually. It was um, Skyrim. Mm. Don't pre-order. I had an interesting experience with it. Have you guys ever had this? I pre-ordered it, right? And I pre-ordered it from EB. Mm. And then I went in to pick it up after work on the day it came out. And they gave me 20 bucks as well as the game because they said, oh, uh, JB Hi-Fi is selling this for 20 bucks less than us. Oh. And because I'd already paid for it, they just refunded me the difference. That's crazy, because normally they only price match if you go in and go, hey, they're yeah. selling it for this. That's pretty awesome. Gone. That's great. So I got my game that I'd already paid for, and I got 20 bucks. Yeah, right. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I will never order pre-order a game from EB ever again after what they did to me with Robotech. What did they do what to you? Scrubbed off your game. tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> there was a game. They said, you can have it, coming. but we're going to have our way with you. <laughs> this is on the original Xbox, right? Oh, yeah. I pre-ordered this game probably six months in advance because mm-hmm. I. Knew so this has been a while then. This has been a while, and this is back in the day. If you didn't pre-order, there was a chance you wouldn't get the game. Right. 
like uh-huh. just because they sell out. Mm. So I pre-ordered. I went in every day they said it was going to be released. It kept getting pushed back. No fault of theirs. Not a problem. Went in every day at like 9 o'clock in the morning because I was working night shift. Mm-hmm. No, not here, not here, not here. Then they finally went in. They went, yes, it's coming out today. We don't get out of delivery till this afternoon. Oh, God. And I went, sons of bitches. Well, I'm working night shift. I'm going home. I'm going to sleep. I'll be back in here at this time tomorrow to pick it up. Yep. Not a problem. Went in there, um, asked a guy, and he went, oh, sorry, we're sold out. No, it's okay. I've pre-ordered, so it'll be fine. No, we sold out. Right. Well, that's not what. Mm-hmm. That's not how pre-ordering works. Yeah, it's not what no, ordering is, like, really, is it? I've given you money to guarantee I will get a copy, and you're telling me you're sold out. So I was not impressed. No. So I'll never pre-order with them again. That's bullshit. Yeah. I'm of sure you were very subtle go. about how unimpressed you were, too. Well, yeah, oh, you know me. <laughs> well, I've just been at work all night, and yeah. I was out in the daylight. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. His skin was all sparkly. <laughs> His I beard was should sparkly. should let it go because they were <laughs> This was back when they were Electronics Boutique. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Oh, dear. Maybe they've changed a bit, but hmm. still very upset to this day. But don't pre-order things, kids. Yeah. And if you do, do it with bottle caps. <laughs> That's right. Mm. One other game thing, we, we didn't talk about this last week. Uh, it, it was a couple of weeks ago now, but I went to um, the Assassin's Creed Syndicate uh, show, mm. or the tour, um, here in Sydney, and I played a bit of the game. What, Gen- like live on stage? <laughs> well, they, they, Jenna came with me. We went in, they sat us down, we watched a little video about it, which was, you know, fine. Um, it looked pretty cool. Uh, and then we got to play the game for quite a while, actually, because you're supposed to only have 20 minutes because we went late. Um, there weren't people waiting. So we basically just mm. sat and played it for like an hour or so. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. And i got to say, I mean, also, we, they showed us uh, a bunch of other footage of stuff that they didn't have ready yet. And um, uh, i got to say, it's it's pretty fun. I don't know if it's because I haven't played one of those games since 2. So I don't... Oh, that's been a very long time. Yeah, because people say, oh, you know, it's just a bunch of the same old stuff. And it's like, well, they've been, if they've been slowly introducing stuff, I haven't seen any of it. And so this was pretty new to me. It was, it well, was... I'm with you, Matt. I've not also played one since number two. Well, let me tell you. I'll tell you what it is that I like about this. So bear in mind, like I said, I haven't played an Assassin's Creed since Assassin's Creed 2. Um, this one is set in London, Victorian London. And uh, mm. you play... An assassin, and what seems to be happening in the story is uh, you've got a bunch of gangs in London, and um, the assassins are going around beating up all the gang leaders and saying, "Join us!" And you're trying to get, a, you know, get your gang bigger so that you can go to war with another gang. And um, there's a bunch of uh, everyone's got top hats and uh, and horse-drawn mm-hmm. carriages, and uh, basically the costumes and and the look of everything is beautiful. Um, that was always the strongest point of the Assassin's Creed games, though. Yeah, well, like this one in particular, like out of all of them, like the I was, this I, is the goth one. The game loaded up, and I was like, "Oh boy, I'm gonna have to buy this." Like <laughs> the guy, yeah. your guy carries a, a cane with a fucking sword in it. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. You've got a grappling hook in this one, which um, people will ask me, "Oh, is it like in Batman?" It's not because you have to look where you're shooting it, whereas in Batman you can just kind of hit the button and it'll mm. do it. Yeah, that's so a bit different, but uh, I mean overall, this was a lot of fun. So, mm. 
like, and I mean, maybe it's the same old bit, you know, business as usual for people who've played all the others, but yeah, it's uh, look. It's fun. I, I thought the trailer looked interesting, but at the same time, it, it it's just Assassin's Creed again, right? Well, it is, but like I said, it it, it was it was different because okay, it's not. I mean, I, I played a lot of the first one, which was obviously set in in um, yeah. Jerusalem in uh, you know the dark ages it was very different mm. to victorian london so even just mm. the well, i mean the the gameplay is different simply because the the layout of the city is different you don't you know like the, the assassin's creed name is more so just being used as a it's just a name now right to give these open worlds because people are going to go out and they're going to buy assassin's creed like you mm. do stuff in this that you couldn't do in the others like for example there's trains in it for a start so yeah. you can, you can yeah. jump on and on trains and you fight on the roofs of roof of trains and stuff there's, everyone's in horse-drawn carriages so you can either jump onto a carriage that someone else is driving or you can kick them off and steal it and you can get literally get up on the roof and have, be having a sword fight on the roof of a carriage as it's got teetering along and like jump from carriage to carriage it's, it's cool man I thought the pirate one looked all right too, because quite frankly, I thought it'd be fun to play as a pirate. Yeah. So I, I think I think the setting of each game and its kind of personal appeal to you mm. plays a big part in this as well. Yeah, and I think mm. if they do, I mean, I heard that the pirate one was more fun than the others, and I heard that Unity was shit. So I guess maybe if they if they take advantage of stuff like that because I mean I don't know I guess there wasn't enough different about Unity for that for people to go oh that was fun like it was just mm. uh, I heard that it was boring and like when they introduced the ships like that, the sea battles right. it was great and I really liked that, that that's it. what I mean so I think if they're going to continue to make these games which I mean I, I guess they are because they just keep fucking making them then they, yeah. ne- they need to do that for each one is try and find yeah. something unique find a time period that's interesting find unique gameplay elements that you can add and just make them different enough that it's not the same shit. I mean, I'm looking forward to, to the uh, Assassin's Creed punks versus skaters uh, <laughs> western suburbs of Sydney <laughs> yeah. circa 1996. See, I mean, they've that's done the one a, I'm really going to get into. They've done a... I think on mobile there's a one that's set in China and I think that would be uh-huh. really interesting. Yeah. That's actually... Um, are you talking about the side-scroller one? Yeah. See, why don't they make? Yeah. Why don't they make? Make? I mean, all of the Assassin's Creed so far have been that set sounds in great. Europe. Yeah, that's what I mean. Do something like. Can I get that for iPhone? Is that what it's for, th- for mobile? Maybe, yeah, maybe. Hmm. I think so. But I mean, do something like that in one of the one of the you know the AAA the big titles like you know like like an Asian country somewhere that because that's it would be very different. I think. I think. That might be one of the next ones because they're going to keep churning these out, and I think yeah, the whole the, the, the whole the whole background of it now, like that whole you're in the future and then you're going back in time. I think that's starting to take a back step. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And how, how prominent is that in uh, in the Victorian one? The right? only the only um, evidence of that that I saw was that if I died, um, mm-hmm. the loading screen was this was you know it's similar to um, was the uh, the hexagons right exactly. So you, yeah. you you're running through what is the what do but, you call it the um, animus mm. animus, yeah. but you wouldn't have seen that much. You wouldn't have died often at all. Would you, <laughs> well, like I said, yeah. I I was able to play <laughs> He's the trying game. To start some shit there, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to pl- normally. I think because you had a sequence of quests, adventures that you could do, and then there was like a cutscene, and then the demo would end. But because they said, "Oh, just keep playing if you want," so I loaded up and I was just running around mm. the city. Um, Mm. testing stuff out and one of the things i noted was 
it's actually very difficult to jump off a building and kill yourself in this game. <laughs> like, right. because I was trying to do it for fun, like just goofing around. And like, because that's one of the issues I had with the earlier ones is sometimes you hit a button and he just jumps off into nothing. Yeah. Um, you. It seems like you can't do that in this. Mm. Um, but I did manage eventually to find ways to to murder my my avatar in the game. So... <laughs> you can do it. And yes, the loading screen is the same kind of animus looking thing. So Um One thing I just want to say just before we move away from games, mm. I want to make an apology for last week's podcast. Oh, okay. Mm. I made a mistake. I forgive you. What what was the mistake? The Gears of War Ultimate Edition? Yeah. I thought it was gonna be all three Gears of War games. Oh it's it's not, it's just Gears of War. Okay. Just the first one. Right, right. Okay. Are yeah. they gonna do the others but, or, or they're not? Uh, don't know. I suppose if they sell enough copies of this one, they will. So if anybody yeah. pre-ordered that based purely on that <laughs> piece of information, we owe them a bit of money. Yeah? I assume EB listened to this podcast and put it up on the store. So, Speaking of listening to this podcast, can <laughs> I interject here? You can. Yes. Because uh, i just like to give a shout-out to a listener right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. I'd like to shout-out to a listener in America okay. that... Um, uh, specifically in uh, California, specifically in Hollywood, actually. Right. Um, okay. I don't know their name. Uh, Is it Dwayne it became, the Rock Johnson? It became clear during the week <laughs> that somebody from Hollywood, somebody high up in the Hollywood studio system, is in fact a listener of this podcast. Right. Because uh, two weeks ago, the last episode that we all three did together, we talked about Uwe Ball's film uh rampage yeah on the on the kickstarter oh i know what you're gonna say i didn't even but, realize that's what you were talking about when i made that joke right before. sorry proceed <laughs> <laughs> um uh, it's not a joke matt i know what you mean now yeah okay so um we yeah okay i've lost my place thanks thanks matt sorry buddy but uh <laughs> so we talked about uber balls failed kickstarter for the film rampage mm-hmm and I asked if that was Rampage, the old NES game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a good laugh, because it obviously wasn't. And Luke <laughs> said, I'd play the shit out of that game. No, I'd, I'd watch the shit out of that movie, yeah. rather. Yep. Anyway, skip a week forward, and we find out Hollywood have decided to make an adaptation of the old Rampage game. Yep. Which you, you might think is a coincidence, okay? We mention it, they're doing a film... That might be a coincidence. <laughs> How's this? It's going to star Luke's favourite actor, Dwayne <laughs> The Rock Johnson. He's a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he is. So, to, uh, to the Hollywood film executive that's a big fan of our podcasts and that greenlights films based on what we say, yep. you're our geek of the week. Um, If they are listening Can I maybe put another request in The Last Starfighter Uh, I want a remake You know you could just watch the old movie I'm sure it's still good No I think it's still good But I think that is something that they could remake It it is a great movie If they could remake Tron (laughs) They can remake The Last Starfighter Yeah Yeah so expect to hear that announcement in the next couple of weeks from Hollywood. Then. <laughs> yeah. See, this yeah. isn't the first time that's happened. 
Oh, sorry. No, no, who would you like in it, Luke? Oh, yeah. Ooh. I haven't really put any thought into that. Don't worry about it. Well, Just then, say the first name that comes Shia to LaBeouf. mind. Yeah, it's Shia LaBeouf. Oh, damn it. I should have thought faster. Man, I would watch Shia LaBeouf in the last Starfighter remake. Um, well, if you want, we can, we can jump into some Shia LaBeouf news. Um, well, I think that's a good segue. Anyone here about some crazy stuff? Listen to the segment called Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Um, well, it's not a huge amount of news, but, uh, you know, we're obviously big fans of Shire here at the at Multiple Nerdgasm. Yeah, the biggest Some fans. of us are. <laughs> Some of us prefer Dwayne The Rock Johnson. But, uh... Yeah. Uh, this week, Shire... We must be the only cultural-based podcast that argues whether the best actor working in the world right now is Dwayne The Rock Johnson or Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Oh, we can't be. <laughs> I mean, that's the age-old debate, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Can I just say, before we go into this, we were flicking channels last night, and um, the first Transformers movie was on. Oh, yeah. We we watched it, and it's still really good. Yeah. It's a really good movie. <laughs> it was a good movie, <laughs> it's man. A, it's really fun. It makes the, some of the later ones really disappointing. They should have just stopped there. Yeah. 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 And I was surprised, because I'd kind of forgotten, that Megan Fox... Used to be attractive. <laughs> yeah, they. Before she chopped off all the bits that she didn't like that gave her a bit what of did personality. She chop off? Oh, I don't know. She's like half the size now and she's got yeah. know, twice as big boobs and twice as big lips and half the size nose. Yeah, there's that. There's a, there's a look that people who have had plastic surgery have. And I don't know. I don't know why that's the thing that they all go for or whether that's just, that's just what you get. If you have a plastic yeah. surgery, oh, you're going to look like this now. Oh, okay, yeah. sure. Like, I don't know why. Yeah. It's just a look that yeah. they all have. Like, yep, agreed. I'm sure our listeners know what I mean. Like, you can just they tell. Do. You can tell. Oh, it's- I mean, dude in Hollywood, am I right? Yeah. Fox. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So Shia uh, is in, or was in, in hospital. Um, oh, what happened? Well, he he suffered a head injury. <laughs> Is he cutting his nose again? <laughs> no. <laughs> he, um... No, his cheek. <laughs> Sorry. Was he sitting blindfolded and telling people they could do whatever they wanted yeah. to him? Just do it! <laughs> <laughs> From what I understand, he put his head through a plate glass window. Oh, of course. Uh, when a stunt went wrong filming in North Dakota. So I'm not quite sure exactly... Uh, what the stunt was or, or what happened um, but he, he wasn't hurt too bad too badly and um, he's had some stitches uh, in his hand and on his head so hmm. that's all the that's our Shia LaBeouf news for the week we, I mean our thoughts are with I you mean, our thoughts are with you um, you know that's, hopefully uh, you'll be well enough to star in um, in uh, the remake of The Last Starfighter. <laughs> Starring alongside Dwayne The Rock Johnson oh, man. as that weird alien thing that helps him. <laughs> what a team. <laughs> I, think, I think Megan Fox is playing the weird alien thing. <laughs> <laughs> the role she's been preparing for all these years. Oh, oh dear. Zing. <laughs> so, um, Shy is in the hospital. Yeah. And uh, another former child star... Is in prison right now. <laughs> really? And that would be Jake Lloyd. <laughs> oh, really? He's in. Oh, I thought you were about to say another 
actor. We'll, we'll talk about Jake Lloyd first. All right. Well, we can uh, we can get onto that soon. But Jake Lloyd uh, was uh, driving recklessly, <laughs> as uh, former child actors are wont to do, I yep. suppose. But um, cop pulled up behind him, flashed the blue lights, told him to pull over. Of course, you're driving like a fuckwit. Yeah. Uh, Jake Lloyd's went, going, Wee! I'm going to do a barrel roll! <laughs> yeah, he pretty much did. That's pretty much what he did. He did the real-life version of that. And uh, off he went on a high-speed chase until it ended with him... And I'm going to look this up so I don't want to get this wrong. Uh, it ended when Jake eventually lost control of his car, which ran off the road, through a fence, and into a wooded area... Where it struck several trees. Jesus. So it ended like a total cliche, as well yeah. as anything else. And he went, whoops! <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know if you guys are looking at this article and can see the f- current photograph yeah. of Jake Lloyd. Yeah, I can see it. But uh, if he looked like that, I reckon the Phantom Menace could have been... <laughs> Way more badass than he's got a was, he's got a he's, Charles Manson kind of look going he's on. He's a fucking thug. <laughs> he's got the same sort of scar that Shia LaBeouf has. <laughs> what self inflicted? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's got the Satan goatee going. Yeah, skinhead scars on the face, like Luke says, which I assume are from one of the several trees he struck. <laughs> what does he do now? I know that he sort of had a hard time after the Phantom Menace because <laughs> it was uh, shit. Because <laughs> it was shit, so he had that too. But people also comparing him to like the devil and things, and he got a bit upset <laughs> about this. Well, then why did he grow this pointed goatee? Yeah, I thought what happened to his mad pod racing skills? Yeah, did he just not convert over to his driving or all special effects? Or you just get pulled over by the cops and go, this is not the car you're looking for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, dear. Or you just try and flirt with them. Are you an angel? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible movie. Having a look to see if he's done anything recently. I thought that or- he... I, 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 I could be wrong, but I recall something about how he doesn't want to act anymore he doesn't want to be an actor anymore mm, that's fine we don't want him to <laughs> yeah not a problem <laughs> I have just had a look and uh, he did Star Wars The Phantom Menace in 99 yeah. and then in 2005 did a movie called Madison mm. okay that's it alright yeah, right. in between he did some voice acting for some video games but yeah Star Wars video games <laughs> yeah, the- Star Wars video games <laughs> yeah of course I mean it must have been soon after surely he can't do it now no, I doubt it. His last one he did was for video game was 2002. And what was that? Uh, Star Wars Racer Revenge. <laughs> oh, God, that sounds so fucking poor. Uh, I don't even think I played that one. <laughs> look, I mean, with yeah, look, we won't go into how good or not good the Star Wars spin-off games generally are, because there's been some great ones. Mm. Mostly they're awful. Yeah. But that one sounds particularly shithouse. All right. Well, um, before I, I've got a, uh, I've got an exclusive interview that I managed to obtain oh. this week. Um, what with Jake Lloyd? Not with Jake Lloyd. No, it is with a celebrity <laughs> no. though of sorts. Um, okay. And uh, before we jump in, I feel like it's this is a good opportunity to 
to tell the listeners how they can get in touch with us uh, if they want. Because we do love hearing from them. Um, like, like genuinely, we, we enjoy hearing from you. So Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. if there's something I you... love the sultry sound of your voice. <laughs> yeah, so uh, please listeners. Feel, feel free to email us a voice clip of that voice. Because we don't have a phone line you can call. Um, yes, we do. You can call in on... Uh, <laughs> over- yeah. At any time of the day or night. Um, reverse charges. Uh, we'll cover the cost, of course. Yeah, that's right. And um, uh, give us a little little shout-out. No worries. Or, I mean, or if, if you prefer, you can email us, podcast at multiplenerdgasm.com. Um, mm-hmm. M on Twitter. Uh, we're on Facebook. Just do a search or go to facebook.com slash multiple nerdgasm. Uh, multiple or we're nerd- on uh, Google Plus, which is squiggle dot hashtag <laughs> multiple, uh, all in uppercase, then uh, another uh, another side arrow, question mark, colon, then nerdgasm in lowercase. Uh, or three two seven five nine four six two. And then uh, what's that little... Uh, that little squiggle under the escape key called <laughs> the tilde. The tilde. It's called the tilde Swinton. <laughs> then, then, uh, then type the word tilde Swinton. <laughs> then, then hit the tilde key, and she will appear and tell you how to get to the Google Plus page. <laughs> and log you into Google Plus. <laughs> That's even more convoluted than summoning Nala the ball picture. <laughs> oh Where, man! Uh, I mean, I'm sure every little boy grew up knowing the story of Narl, where if you masturbate into a mirror while <laughs> chanting Narl, 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 then um, Narl the Ball Butcher will arrive and smash you and in finish the you off. Yeah, beat you to yeah, death. Yeah, or whatever. Whatever, whatever gets you off, the mate. testicles. <laughs> Maybe yeah. we need to do a Kickstarter for a Narl film. We've talked about oh, making We should. Mm. Man, we should dig out... We should at least do it as a radio play. <laughs> where we read out all those emails where we nutted out the story. Yeah. About his dead family and his balls yeah. hanging on that tree. Yeah. And, <laughs> and oh, listeners, if only you knew. <laughs> we should do it with character voices and sound effects. Yeah, all right. Let's that do it. That should be a special edition. I'm in. <laughs> all right, let's do it. That that can be our next Kickstarter. We, right. we can have this... Chuck. We can have... From uh, Fiverr.com, who has done a couple <laughs> of uh, voiceovers for me, to yeah. narrate it. <laughs> All right. Oh dear. Um, we're on Instagram, multiple nerdgasm on Instagram. Um, yeah. And uh, a big shout out to our Patreon um, supporters. Uh, we've got more now. Uh, in particular, big shout out to Darcy who uh, supported the show in, in a bunch of other ways before. He's pledged. Darcy uh, Master. Oh man, the guy's so awesome. He's he's given us five bucks an episode, which I think is man. seriously above and beyond. Pledging. On Patreon, must give Darcy like an erection. Do you know what I mean? Because he has pledged so hard. Yeah, so hard. So he's going to be getting a T-shirt for that. You get a T-shirt if, yeah. you, if you if you give us five bucks an episode. Because I mean, Fuck that's yeah, that's do. a it's a good amount. Like yeah, you know we yeah. don't yeah we're not going to balk at that. Now Matt, just remember how much T-shirts do cost. No, no, and, <laughs> and the shipping. And I'm just going to remind you again of what happened with the Kickstarter. No, see, because I was stalling to see if somebody, anybody would back us at that level. And now that Darcy has, I'm going to actually have to get my ass in gear because I'm trying to organize them at a, at a better, uh, in a better way sure, than we did sure. for the Kickstarter because we fucked After up. After Darcy, let's get him his first. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So he doesn't have to wait. Because we, we fucked that up. Oh, yeah. that's right. I still need to send out that mug. 
Yes, you do. <laughs> you oh, need to send to, Chris to Chris. Yep, to Chris. Our, one of our uh, other, uh, one of our other who actually has supporters. taken my advice, and he now has a parcel locker. Yes, <laughs> yes, right. he does. <laughs> See, this is what we want to hear, listeners. If, if we've and helped think, you in some way, especially yeah. if Lucas helped you, because he loves it, he loves helping people. Write in and yeah, let us know. But not the cripple crime segment. I don't want to hear. Have you writing in and telling us <laughs> how we are helping you commit crimes and get away with it? That's right. But. If it's just shout out to Australia Post because no one's stealing from my parcel locker, yep. that's fine. Thanks to Luke yep. for his, his solid advice. That's awesome. Yeah, if people want more advice, just send in. I'll happily give you people advice. Yeah, if you... If that should be a segment. <laughs> yeah, let's, not, well, let's not fuck about with this. If you want advice from Luke, yeah. let's take five minutes at the end of every episode for Luke to answer your questions. All right. Yeah, yeah. See, there are a lot of advice podcasts, and so I didn't want to just... I don't want to copycat, right? But if people genuinely want Luke's advice, and they should, they do. He is I mean, a, I have I great advice. He is an oracle. So yeah, you know, write in, ask your questions, and Luke will Luke will fix everything up for you. Yeah. Uh, patreoncom slash multiple Oh, we've got a sorry, we've got a we've got a question here for for Luke already. I mean, I don't know how they've oh, sent it in wow. so quickly, but. Um, <laughs> Somebody uh, who, uh, somebody from Brisbane, a listener from Brisbane who l- used to live next door to Chris, uh, wants to know, <laughs> Luke, how do how do you break into a parcel locker? Oh, oh, oh! Well, actually, all you really need to do is get them to ma- try and get them to install the app and just get uh-huh. their password. Then just scan in; it's fine. It's easy. Oh. Okay, good. Yeah, good. Good to know. What's that segment called? We're going um, to need a jingle for it, so we've got to give it a good name. Ooh. Oh, no. No. What? Crabs with Cripple doesn't work. Crabs with Cripple? <laughs> what? I don't know why that popped up. Can we call it Crabs with Cripple? Questions with Cripple might have been a little more sensical, yeah. but Crabs with Cripple works for me. Crabs with Cripple. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the segment. Jesus. That's weird. That's and, really this, weird. and this is the jingle. Crabs with cripple. Crabs with cripple. Crabs and that jingle made about as much sense <laughs> as the name. Oh dear! I will take this opportunity, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to tell you publicly <laughs> that the uh, the jingle that you did for Nick Cave News, <laughs> yeah, is my favourite thing ever. Yeah, really. Yeah, thank you. Ever. I appreciate that. It's my favourite of anything from any time. <laughs> would you like to hear it? I absolutely would. Well, Nick Cage walked into the room and he asked his manager, Is there any Nick Cage news? Nick Cage's manager turned to Nick Cage and said, Of course there's Nick Cage news. Nick Cage is the biggest movie star in the whole wide world, and things are only going to get bigger. Now take a look at this script right here. It's about a man made of wicker. And that is the Ballad oh, of Nick Cage. so good. And just when you think it's already Nick Cavey, 
it just becomes more Nick Cavey. You know, there's a little key change in the middle, and then there's the when it goes from the talky singy to the real singy. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, I, I, so good. I'm quite. I'm a bit proud of that one. And and you don't even particularly like Nick Cage. So <laughs> you've done a great job. Nick Cage or Nick Cave? And sorry, Nick Cave. The bad. No, I like him. I, I do. I do. I do like Nick Cage. Cave. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I do like Nick Cave. I do. Um. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I managed to interview somebody this week, uh, and I asked them about something we discussed on the podcast uh, previously. Um, I thought they were, they were pretty good, uh, pretty good person mm. to, to put in some input. So, um, with, with that further ado, um, here's an exclusive interview. But you, you won't hear this anywhere else, I guarantee it. I'm very happy to say I'm joined today by Johnny Ive. Uh, Mr. Oh, wow. Hive, thanks for thanks for coming on the show. Lovely to meet you, Bob. And uh, this Johnny, please. <laughs> All right, thanks, Johnny. Uh, well, let's get straight to it. Um, we recently discussed on the show, as I'm sure you heard, uh, a dildo that you can fill with your dead partner's ashes. Um, that's a picture of it there. Uh, what do you think of it? Oh, it's very odd, isn't it? It is. Um, <laughs> would you say it's the oddest dildo you've ever seen? I remember one thing um, very, really mm. vividly, which was uh, uh, taking a detergent bottle right. and uh, <laughs> that had been cut, uh-huh. and then the top turned upside down, oh. and it made this a fantastic. That sounds a bit dangerous. <laughs> but if you knocked it over, knocked because it over. of the way the top had been turned upside down, it wouldn't spill. Oh, uh, I mean, I don't yuck. know how long ago that was, but <laughs> I remember that really clearly. Yeah. All right. Sounds like it. Um... Back to the dildo with the ashes inside of it. But I love the way that it, it was just <laughs> products that um, you, you thought were no longer useful. What? Her husband? But yeah. Reusing them, I, th- I thought. It was fantastic. Okay. Well, could you talk a little bit about how you go about starting, you know, with a design for something like this at Apple? When we're designing a product, we have to look to mm. different attributes of the product. Right. And some of those attributes will be materials that it's made from and yeah. the form that's connected to those materials. Right. <laughs> I mean, that all sounds very obvious. Um, <laughs> if Apple were to design a product like this, could you talk us through some of the things you'd consider, what you'd be careful of uh, and what you'd try to avoid? So we'd be really careful about um, not having the word box already you know, <laughs> give you a bunch of ideas that could be quite narrow. Right, because you... You could put this anywhere, I guess. And so we're quite careful with the, the words we use because those can sort of determine the, the path that you go down. Mm, that's, that's very true. Um, we asked your team at Apple to come up with some designs for a similar product. Um, and we've got those here. This is, this is by Danny uh, from the Apple design team. Could you talk us through this a little bit? I mean, one of the things that really uh, struck me with, with, with Daniel's design, I mean, first of all, was the drawings. I mean, the drawings are really fabulous, aren't they? They are. They're very, very graphic. I love the way that the, the, the pencil rolls out. Yeah, it's it's weird, and I guess it would be uh, pretty comfortable with the, you know there's that padded back. Yeah, I can. Uh, but yeah, really, really fantastic. All right. Um, so this next one is uh, from Dougie. Yeah. The amazing thing is how original and new the shape is. <laughs> you know, I'm not even sure how it would fit. Actually, it does work really well as a. You, you tried it out. How could you not love the uh, the mesh to let your crumbs out? <laughs> crumbs. You call it crumbs. Ugh. 
That's, that's really, really lovely. <laughs> All right. So let's take a look at the last one. Uh, what do you think? I mean, so to include the water bottle with the, the lunchbox <laughs> yeah, was, I mean, it's a, it's a great idea, isn't it? It's very safe, very secure, the most secure sandwiches in the school. <laughs> what? No, it's fantastic, isn't it? It sure is. Look, that's all the time we've got. Um, but before we go, we just, we wanted you to have something to remember us by. And we've got, I've got this multiple nerdgasm mug here. They're very coveted. A lot of people have, um, have been trying to get their hands on these and we wanted you to have it. That's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Thank you so much. You it means an awful lot. It all really right. does. Wow. Yeah, all right, all right. Don't overdo it. <laughs> and that's... Wow. Johnny oh, Ive. Can I mean, you believe it? I, I can't believe it, Matt. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not even sure what the fuck he was talking about <laughs> at the time. <laughs> he was talking about a dildo, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think. It's funny, though, that... You interviewed Johnny Ive, uh, <laughs> yeah. and obviously he's a fan of the show. Yeah. Um, no, not one mention of the fact that we, <laughs> only a couple of weeks ago, contacted his dead late boss. I, on, think, uh, I think he was starstruck, to be honest, when I, yeah, when I contacted that's fair. him. So. Mm. Yeah, mm. didn't come up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, did you guys see this article uh, about Etsy changed their yeah. policy on um, on metaphysical items? And uh, I guess what they mean by that is uh, bullshit. Where yeah, you're, yeah. Not you're no longer allowed to sell bullshit <laughs> to people. And uh, I just thought it was very funny because uh, a bunch of witches are protesting. Of course um, they are. Because they they used to sell metaphysical services, which I mean, I, I assume this means, uh, it means spells. Yeah, so you could you could purchase their uh, on Etsy, and then they would go away and and perform a spell, which yeah. is, uh, is is bullshit. So yeah, 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 yeah. And if you have to have us tell you why that's bullshit, then you should stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I. I I don't think anybody who believes in that is going to listen to this. Well, I'm trying to be as condescending as I can because obviously this person is a complete nut of fuckwit. I see. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, they, they've they been a bit clear about it. They're saying you can sell astrological charts and, um, and tarot readings and other tangible objects as mm. long as you're not making a promise that that object will affect a physical change or other outcomes such as weight loss, love, or revenge. Because yes. because once again that would be bullshit. What if you don't promise yeah. it'll do and anything? You... What if you just say, "Gotta do this spell." <laughs> can't guarantee. Right, it'll because do you anything. can guarantee that it won't do anything. I think is the point. Well, who knows, Dan? I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Far be it for me to criticize uh, utter bullshit like this. <laughs> Maybe we should uh, we should open an Etsy <laughs> store where we sell uh, prayer. We'll pray for people. Yeah. I mean, I make no claims as to whether the prayers will work or not because, I mean, God does as he pleases, but, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll happily pray for people. Can, can we guarantee they'll work but just put <laughs> guaranteeing quotation marks? We could put work in quotation marks too. I can guarantee I'll say the words out loud in a manner that, it, that, that appears to be spoken to God. That's what I can promise. I had this great conversation with uh, one of the... What do they call him in Anglican? It's not a priest. A minister. The dude who, yeah, the minister. I had a great conversation with a minister at church camp when I was about 10. And I was just 
really busy not understanding any of it. And um, <laughs> they just finished telling us that uh, God had already had a plan planned out for the next billion years or so and nothing we could do could deviate that plan that it was you know mm. and then they also told us that we needed a personal relationship with god including asking him for various favors right and and i just really wasn't sure why you would need to bother right if it was all set in stone anyway yeah and so i asked and the answer that the yep. minister gave me uh was this analogy he said just say you really wanted a skateboard for christmas And your dad already knew you wanted a skateboard. Okay, yep. He still would want to hear you say it. (laughs) Right, otherwise he's not going to give it to you. (laughs) Yeah, that's right, because he's a fuckwit. And um, my dad never bought me no skateboard, and God never answered my fucking prayers. So, uh, So your dad is God. Oh my god, I should have just read between the lines. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. why he made that announcement on the on the ferry all those years ago. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> my dad the ferry announcer. Yeah. In Holland. <laughs> Do you want to tell that story? I don't know if you ever told it. You can you can opt not to if you want. No, 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 I'm happy to, but I think it's a good story. Oh, have I not told I don't this think story I've heard before? this story. It's good. This is just this is just an example of no. a childhood memory that stays with you for life that pops back up into your brain 20, 30 years later and you only then realize that you've been remembering it wrong this whole time. <laughs> and basically, I forget why, but somebody was talking about Amsterdam. And I said, "Yeah, I've been to Amsterdam, but not since I was a little kid. I took the ferry over from England." Um, and funny story, my dad went and did the announcement that the ferry will be docking in Amsterdam. <laughs> and as I said it, now this has been a fact I've known my whole life, but as I said it, I realised, <laughs> well, that can't be true. Yeah, of course so, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, of course my dad didn't make the announcement on the ferry to Amsterdam. And then I'm like racking my brain trying to think of why I thought that and what actually happened. And I, I think... The chronology of the actual event was, we're in our little cabin, my dad says, I'll be back in a minute, and leaves the room for any number of reasons, yep. and while he's gone, there's an announcement that says, we'll <laughs> soon be docking in Amsterdam, and then my dad comes back into the room. And when you're five years old, you think your dad does everything. Right. And uh, so for about 25, 30 years... <laughs> I thought my dad made that announcement just in the back of my mind. It's not like I thought about it every day, but I just... Yeah, it was, right. it was not until I told that story... You said someone. it out loud and then you went, that's not what happened. Not true. Yeah. That is not what happened. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Unless he did. Maybe yeah, he did. I was going to say, that, that would be the twist. <laughs> if I told him one day, I'm like, hey, dad, isn't it weird I remembered this? And he's like, yeah. no, I made the announcement. I was he's the like, only yeah. speaker on the, on the boat. I got fired because they, they found out I wasn't up on up on the bridge the whole time. Yeah. Down there with you. You made me lose my job, Danny. <laughs> uh, as you know, we've discussed uh, some some amusing or silly laws in the past on the show. Yeah. Um, we've even got a jingle for it. Uh, it goes a little something like this. Well, my jaw hit the floor when I heard what you said, but I'm sure in days of yore it would have made more sense. It seems so strange and I need to know the score, so I really gotta ask, are you sure that's a law? 
Are you sure that's a law? Are you sure that's a law? So I assue this is a special edition. It's not allowed to get a married. Are you sure it's a law? It's not. However, that is that is news. And actually, you just reminded me that I had another article open that I haven't put in here. I'm going to pop it down the bottom. Have a look at that. It's quite amusing. I'll discuss it after this. But in in in, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. I will. I will. We can end on that because it's pretty pretty hilarious. Yeah. Um. In Are You Sure That's a Law this week, I have two. Um, the mm-hmm. first one I thought was very interesting. Um, after a long legal baton, Japan finally lifts its notorious no-dancing law. So now they must. They must be calling this the Footloose Amendment. <laughs> so, for four years, Japan has banned um, dancing in clubs <laughs> and bars... Strictly prohibited, uh, except for a few venues that could get a license, a dancing license. Uh, and then they must close by midnight or 1am, depending on the license. And now apparently this was um, because, I guess they just didn't want people doing it in public or something? Like, and, and you can see the signs. Don't uh, ask questions about why the Japanese do what they do, alright? <laughs> There's no answer that it's satisfying. Right. I see. Oh, I can see. Okay. Uh, it's a remnant of an anti-prostitution law. Um, they started to enforce the outdated law after a string of nightlife-related scandals, including the death of a student outside a Osaka club in 2010. So, um, because of all that, they started enforcing the law, and they can see, you see in the article, they've got these signs that say, No dancing. If you dance, we will stop you dancing. Thank I you love f- that. Thank you for your cooperation. You dance, we will stop you from dancing. What do they classify as dancing? Well, I mean, you I think tap you tap your I, foot. I think you know when you're dancing. Just get a little bit of a sway, Luke. If you sway, I will stop you from swaying. <laughs> <laughs> little bit of toe tapping. Ah, uh, it might be alright. I don't know. What about if you're doing uh, Irish dancing, the one where you only move your legs and the rest of your body remains perfectly still? And you're doing it in front of a window, right? <laughs> and there's a cop on the other side of the window. And he doesn't going, know. You having a good night? And you're like, yeah, just having a quiet... Oh, to be drink. sure I'm having a good night. <laughs> Standing at this window. And little does he know, you got the full Michael Flatley going on on the other side. I did a, I did a Scottish accent there by accident. I apologise <laughs> to our Irish listeners. Oh, I'm sure some Scots can do Irish dancing as well. Ah, oh, sorry about that. So you're allowed to dance in Japan now. Apparently, because of the Olympics uh, and and uh, some protests, um, they've overturned the law. So um, because they, <laughs> here we go, visitors from overseas would come here to Japan and they'd wonder why they can't dance, even though you can dance at night elsewhere overseas. Yeah, they probably would wonder that. <laughs> yeah, I guess the, they'd well, wonder not that. just I dance at night. I love People this bit. Dance at any time. <laughs> the biggest thing yeah. that will change with this law is that you can now dance at night. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yes. The biggest, the biggest and only thing that's now changed. Yeah. Oh, but th- there is a. The clubs have to be brighter than ten lux now. The amount of light produced by ten candles, ten candles about three feet away. Uh, so no dancing in the dark. Oh, to discourage crime. Hmm. Yeah, because I dance well, up to yeah. people and commit crimes on them all the time. That leads me to uh, to our to our next question, mm. which is Luke. If you were going to dance in the dark and get away with it, how would you do it? 
<laughs> Let's see. <laughs> well, no, I think if I personally, if I was doing it, just that my dancing would be so great that they just have to let me go. It'd be right. a crime to stop. Yeah, me. I've seen you dance, <laughs> and I would agree with that. Right. Yeah. Well, his dance got us a free meal at PAX last year. So <laughs> exactly. Oh, fucking what? And very, very drunk. <laughs> yeah, the 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 ox. He bought oh, us all dinner yeah. and, and a, a bottle of tequila, and it all started because Luke was doing Doing a little dance, and uh, he was entertained. Yeah. Nice one. Yes. All right. And so uh, the other other strange strange legal case this week is uh, a French woman um, whose fiancé asked her to marry him two days before he was killed in a car crash. Um, She's now been granted a posthumous white wedding Mm. in their village. So she's being allowed to marry him even though he's already died. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, kind of weird. That is a law in France. Um, well, the strange, it's, 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 it is weird and it's kind of sad. Um, but the, the saddest thing about it is that it's not like uh, this was kind of immediate. She's been seeking, like been, been fighting this for, yeah, for right. years. So she oh. wants to marry this and, guy. Yeah, like, and, and so instead of moving on, she... Um, She's just been fighting this legal battle to to be allowed to to marry this uh, this guy. Which again, this is it's just sad. Yeah, really. and there's this wedding picture, and she's there in a wedding dress next to his photograph on a stand. She's crying. All mm. the women behind her are in tears, and it just doesn't look like a particularly fun night for anyone. Yeah, it's just a bit sad. I think they could have got a better photo as well <laughs> of him. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's right. He's right. Not impressed, eh? He does look like a criminal. Another thing I've just got here, I find this a little strange. Uh-huh. He asked her to marry her. Yep. He dies two days later. Yes. Yeah. In the time between being asked and him dying, she had she already a got dress. a wedding dress. Yes. <laughs> you know what? And that's what did it. I reckon if you propose to someone, you're like, yeah, a couple of years down the track, we'll get married. And the very next day, she rocks up in a wedding dress. You're like, I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying he's not even dead He's just he's I reckon fled. he is dead But I reckon He took his own life <laughs> And I reckon if there is an afterlife He's looking down from heaven now going Oh fucking what Made the right choice <laughs> <laughs> No well now he's Now he's fucking married Oh because now she's gonna yeah. be up there with him Shit yeah. yeah But what if right What if he was like Oh I've made a mistake I'll fake my own death Right and so he flees And he's like Oh I've can't wait till I meet the right woman and I get married to the right person. And then the the you're already are married, like, mate. All right, you can marry him. And and he's like watching TV, going, "No, oh, <laughs> fuck!" Because yeah. now he's married. Disaster, absolute disaster. This is weird. Like this is something evidently doesn't happen in France. Yeah, a posthumous year. wedding is it's something that I can't really necessarily see a need for. No, apparently it um, the law originally came about because there was a. Uh, a, a Forgotten the specifics, but there was a big disaster, maybe a mining disaster or a or a ferry disaster. I can't remember the specifics, but a lot of people died, and so the the they said, oh, those who were it was it was very tragic, and they said, oh, you know, those who were engaged can can proceed with the the wedding or whatever because because you know there there's oh, legal shit okay. that goes yeah, that with, makes sense with marriage and all. I that. mean, America are letting men marry each other. France is letting the living marry the dead. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how do you consummate the wedding? Oh, I don't think you have to do that anymore, Luke. 
<laughs> you don't have to. Oh, okay. It's preferable to. <laughs> oh wait, no, they can nullify. They can nullify. Yeah, a corpse, a corpse can file a nullification if you don't fuck it in time. <laughs> you know what? As soon as I said it, I realized the, the foolishness. Uh, all right, well, one last thing is this article, which I'll put in the show notes, which is hilarious. Uh, there was a gay pride march uh, on uh, today or yesterday. I think it's, t- yeah, today. And... Uh, a lot of people marching in bright colors. Um, one guy wearing black and white with a flag that uh, a CNN reporter spotted and took a photo of. And they've written an article and there's actually a pretty funny news report about it. Um, that they, uh, they noticed that it appeared to be an ISIS flag, yeah. the flag of the terrorist group ISIS. Um, <laughs> and they couldn't, she couldn't understand why no one seemed to, to be worried. And she called the police and, and she was checking in on, on it and no one seemed to be doing anything about it. Uh, there's a picture of it there uh, in the article, and I think you'll find that those are those are all butt plugs and dildos on the on the flag there. So Ooh. yeah, probably not as terrifying as as she. Thought I'll say this before. though: Maybe. I you should have checked facts a little bit. Well, it depends. If you're scared of dildos, I'm looking at a comparison, and it it kind of does look like the ISIS flag. Oh, it's it's obviously I think yeah. a parody of the of the ISIS flag, but I the, just the think, naivete like, of that comment uh, is just hilarious, though. Like mm. she looked at that and she just didn't yeah. see any of that. Like she just didn't see the dildos. You know what's funny? While I've uh, I mean, while we've been looking at this, I've obviously been on a Google image search of weird dildos. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Just pictures of Johnny. I Ark. think the weirdest one that I've come across, right? Yeah. It's on one end a bruised fist. And on the <laughs> other end right. the head of a crying baby. Did you say a bruised fist? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drop this into the notes down here. Please. And uh Please. It's it's literally the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Oh man, we'll put this in the show notes. What? It's loading. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. So I don't know why that exists. What end do you use? Whatever end you want <laughs> at any given time, depending on your mood. <laughs> Oh man, that's awful. Yeah. That's... Where did it come? Which end do you use? <laughs> like it matters. <laughs> do you want to? You want the? Do you want the screaming baby head inside you, or do you want to look at it? <laughs> like they're your options. Oh, but, but the, I mean, the other, the other option is the fist. Like, <laughs> well, I can looking at the fist seems less terrifying fist, to me. I don't want the fist inside me. <laughs> no. That's what I'm saying because then you got to look at the screaming baby head. Fucking hell! Like, yeah, who is this for? That's all for this week. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.